0: So the good news is, you've got a great idea. It's going to make your life as a manager easier, it'll make your staff happier, and it'll save your company money. Bad news, you're not quite sure how to get your own higher-ups on board. Well, let's discuss. To the ambitious new manager, the big question is this. What does it take to be a great manager? Well, great managers know how to motivate and build a great team. Great managers know how to win trust and respect, make an impact and achieve their goals. And great managers get promoted again and again, and they make more money because of it. So how do managers like you, who are bootstrapping your own careers, join their club? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name's Michael Barrell, and welcome to Making a Manager. Welcome, Thanks for spending some of your time with me today. Now, I'm all for encouraging bottom-up innovation, but here's something that stinks about it. More than half of employees are not comfortable raising issues with their boss, and even more, actually withhold their ideas due to being afraid of speaking up. Then, when we do have the nerve to speak up, less than 25% of our ideas lead to actual change. Now, warning, this episode isn't about how to have the confidence to speak up that's for another day. This episode is about knowing how to frame your idea in a way that maximizes the chances of your own higher-ups accepting it and acting on it, even if your own boss is the most well-known Grinch across your company. First up, research shows that people, including those in your own management structure, are more open to new ideas than you probably think. The key lies in framing the idea effectively. This means getting inside the head of your own chain of command so that you might have a decent chance of stacking the deck in your favour. One way is to identify the insecurities that your boss might have. Here's what most people do. When they ponder bringing something up with their boss, their first point of concern will usually centre on how it will reflect on them personally. They might think whether bringing the idea up might portray them as a fault finder, a nitpicker or a complainer. Less often do people concern themselves with their boss's personality and character, and how the idea might make their boss feel. Here's the reality. Just like it is for you as a manager, it's likely the same for your own boss. Being in charge comes with certain expectations. Managers are sort of expected to be properly informed of what's happening and to also know what to do most of the time. And what can those expectations do to a manager? Well, it can make one feel pretty insecure. And the result of that insecurity, well, it generally leaves a manager feeling less open to ideas from their subordinates, like you. And you might be thinking to yourself that you or your boss isn't insecure, which might well be the case, but that wouldn't be the norm. Study after study shows us that despite many leaders from middle management to senior executive being proficient and skillful, many lack the internal confidence in their own abilities to lead. And when that lack of internal confidence from a manager is coupled with a well of new ideas from their subordinates, well, the result is that not only are those managers and leaders less likely to solicit advice or ideas from their subordinates, but they're also less likely to act on that advice or idea once it's been received. Conversely, those leaders who feel more comfortable and confident in their role are much more open to soliciting advice and ideas, and subsequently acting on that advice or idea. So what does that all mean for you? You being the ambitious up-and-coming manager trying to convince your own chain of command to embrace an idea. Well, it means that you'll have a better chance of getting your idea up and running if you can propose it in a way that makes your higher-ups feel more comfortable and confident. And according to Professor Ethan Burris, Director of the Centre for Leadership and Ethics at the McComb School of Business at the University of Texas at Austin, here is exactly how you do it. Firstly, do a little background work. Ideally, this means you already have a relationship with your boss that's built on trust and goodwill. From your end, this means expressing gratitude and providing positive feedback when you can. And FYI, showing gratitude and delivering positive feedback, it needs to be genuine and it needs to be done long before you actually pitch your idea. And how do you deliver positive feedback and express gratitude? Easy. Things as simple as saying, great presentation you did yesterday, thanks for approving that leave last week, or I really appreciated the support that you showed me in the meeting this morning. As research by Adam Grant suggests managers usually pay close attention to whether their subordinates tend to help themselves or help others. So, if you routinely support your peers, then you are sending signals to your own higher-ups that suggestions put forward by you are designed to enhance your company's and your boss's standing, not just yours. Okay. So, that's some of the background work that you can do before you pitch your idea. But what about the actual pitch? Well, First of all, do your pitch to your boss in private, not publicly, surrounded by all your peers. To drive this point home, you should know that managers feel 30% less threatened when subordinates speak to them one-on-one than when suggestions are made in front of their peers. That's according to the Rotterdam School of Management. Lastly, try make an effort to link your suggestion or idea with your company's goals or policy objectives. In this sense, mentioning your boss's previous communication can be really helpful here. For example, you might say something like, you've previously talked about the need for a better focus on X, well, here's my idea to increase that. Or, I was thinking back to what you said in last week's meeting about the need to shift our reliance on Y, well, I was wondering if this idea might help with that. Okay, so that's the background work covered and the actual pitch. But here's a common mistake that so many of us make when we do pitch an idea to our own management. We end up giving them mixed messages. Let me explain. So many of us think that one effective way to convey an idea is to explain it in terms of both the benefits of doing something new and different, plus the costs and dangers associated with inaction and the status quo. It sounds counterintuitive, but it is a mistake. Studies on executives across a multitude of industries consistently show that managers are more likely to support ideas that focus on either an opportunity or a threat, while managers are least likely to endorse an idea that relies on a combination of the two. Why? Well, it's because when an idea is proposed with reference to both an opportunity and a threat then managers tend to exert more cognitive effort to understand the severity of the problem, the nature of the solution, and why an idea might be better than the status quo. In other words, this increase in management brain power means the idea is subjected to more scrutiny, which often leads to its ultimate rejection. The result, it's that the approach to proposing a new idea needs to be a little more nuanced. Ideas and proposals that use the frame of threat or opportunity are more likely to be endorsed than those that use both so here's what you can do decide which frame to use opportunity or threat and focus only on that frame here's how Prof Burris's research suggests that subordinates should first determine whether their boss is either promotion focused that means that they focus on the aspirations ideals the future and playing to win or if they're prevention focused And that means that they're more likely to be preoccupied with staying vigilant, managing downsides and playing not to lose, and then framing ideas and proposals accordingly. Here's an example. You might have a boss that prefers to know that ideas present exciting opportunities for growth with lots of upside. This boss is likely to be promotion focused and will usually respond better to ideas that focus on the opportunities instead of threats. On the other hand, you might have a boss who always wants to know how certain changes or ideas will help the team avoid certain problems, loss or setbacks. This latter boss is much more likely to be prevention focused and will therefore respond better to ideas that are couched in terms of threats and costs of inaction. Granted, there's no foolproof, fail-safe way to determine whether your boss is prevention or promotion focused, but they'll usually give off a few hints. For instance, if you have a boss that is always focused on obeying company rules, referencing and sticking to standard operating procedures, being careful in outlining and executing on plans, cautious with details of work and not messing anything up, well, if so, then your boss probably has a prevention focus. Conversely, if your boss prefers to start new projects but doesn't always finish them, if your boss often talks about what the future might hold, lets little mistakes slide, prefers that others worry about the specifics of a project once it's up and running, then your boss most likely has a promotion focus. And there we go. Those are some of the basics on how to have a better chance of getting your ideas endorsed by your own higher-ups. Sure, there's always more you can do in this regard, like... Anticipate potential obstacles to execution like costs and resource allocation for your idea and getting your peers on board with your idea first before proposing it up the chain of command and doing what you can to make sure that it's your boss who actually has some decision making power for your idea. But if you can just do some of the basics, like getting the background work done to build a relationship of trust and goodwill being mindful of any potential insecurities that your boss might have and countering them with gratitude and positive feedback. And lastly, avoiding those mixed messages when proposing an idea by working out whether your boss is promotion or prevention focused and couching your idea in terms of threat or opportunities accordingly. Well, that can go a long way towards getting your idea up and running. Right now, while it's fresh in your mind, go to makingamanager.com. That's makingamanager.com. On that webpage, you'll see that I'm giving away my complete employee feedback swipe file. No, this isn't some kind of clearance of old stuff that's no good. This is a swag of full-fledged, really helpful, evidence-based rules and tactics built specifically for managers like you who want to become more persuasive and effective at giving feedback and having difficult conversations with your employees. Download and copy these plug-and-play templates in the order that I deliver them to you. And I sincerely believe that if you implement what I share with you, then this year will be fantastic. Again, it's completely free. There are no tricks to this offer, by the way. Go to makingamanager.com and get it while the getting's good. And that's a wrap. Now go on, get out there and kick some ass, stay awesome and thanks for listening.